0: Ooh, welcome to the PHNX Daily Bad Store, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook App, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a five-star review. I'm joined by two Johnnies, one lesser than the other, Johnny Venerable, and the director of DraftKings Sportsbook Operations, Johnny Avello. Thanks for hopping on again, Johnny.
1: Hey, you're welcome. I wouldn't say that, Johnny's a lesser <laughs> guy. Come on, Thank that. you.
2: <laughs> the Johnny brotherhood is strong. We have to look out for, for one another. And yes, we do. Gambling legend joins us. We appreciate it here as we preview the NCAA tournament suite 16. What is on the docket for you? What, what, what matchup jumps out today that you feel like the line is so, I don't know, enticing for gamblers on the DraftKings Sportsbook app that you have to hammer it.
1: Well, you know, that's a tough question to ask an odds maker. Uh, You know, (laughs) we, we set the odds. We think the numbers are right. We try to get good balance on the games. Uh, You know, these games all have a pretty tight spread. Uh, The first game to kick off tonight will be Arkansas and Gonzaga. Uh, That game, that lines up to nine and a half. So if you believe that Arkansas, who played in a tough SEC conference, can hang around for a while, uh, you know, maybe there's some value there, maybe in the first half, maybe in-game wagering. Um, And then the second game, Michigan Villanova, uh, what a good one, huh? Uh, You know, Michigan team who underachieve, they were one of our top favorites at the beginning of the year. They were as high as 150 to one, uh, and now they're starting to achieve their uh, you know total potential. So another good one. And then of course the the, late, the last two games of the night are Texas Tech and Duke, and everybody wants to see Shashovsky do pretty well in his last season. And then uh, Arizona and Houston with a, a one and a half point favorite uh, Arizona. The other game's only pick, too, is Texas Tech and Duke. So a couple of games here with really no spreads at all, pretty much close to just pick them games.
0: For sure. The, the Texas Tech game is the one I'm looking at. I've been really high on Texas Tech for a couple of years now. I just love how they play. Uh, the thing that I keep hearing, though, Johnny, is is Texas Tech going to be allowed to play as physical as they want to? um do you think that Shashevsky? I know it's it's hard to say because referees shouldn't impact the game at all do you think there is something going on there's is there some magic in the air betting against Shashevsky tonight
1: you know I don't know about the magic in the air but I do know that the refs were calling you know quite a few fouls in the end of the Michigan State Duke game a couple probably should have been left alone and I and you could tell uh you could tell coach was going nuts. I mean, he just didn't like some of the calls. So magic in the air, eh, maybe who knows, but uh, you know, you still, you got to go out there and play a solid game guys. If you get a few calls here and there, that certainly helps, but the team's got to be prepared and ready to go.
2: So most everybody in the Valley is looking forward to tonight's tip off between Houston and Arizona. I, I think most of us feel like Arizona, very battle-tested, suffered an injury at point guard during the Pac-12 tournament, has responded with uh, two uh, pretty contested wins, especially that TCU outing to get to the Sweet 16. Let's focus on Houston, if we could, two dominant wins, one against UBA, and then beating the Illini as an underdog in you know dominant fashion by 15. What should we expect tonight? As, as U of A tries to make a run to the elite eight and subsequently the final four, how real is this Houston team? Do you believe?
1: You know, I find these kind of, these two teams kind of close as the, as the line indicates, uh, you know, they've got good balance scoring. they got a top scorer. That's around 17, 18 points a game. Everybody else contributes. Um, Houston played a pretty tough also, you know, they played Wisconsin, they played Alabama, um, you know, they, they, whereas Arizona, uh, you know, they, you mentioned their schedule, you know, going to the Big Ten and winning at Michigan and Illinois, losing to a team who uh, probably played v- as well as anybody down the stretch, uh, Tennessee, but, you know, just lost their mojo there at one point. Um, yeah, I find these two teams really close to the way uh, that the team overall plays, but they do it in different ways. Arizona is one of your top five scoring teams in the country, and Houston's one of your top five defensive teams in the country. So there's a conflict there. And what I find interesting, too, is that we opened up this total 144, thinking that was probably about the right number. This thing got bet to 146 and a half. So the betters are thinking that there's going to be some points in this one tonight.
0: For sure. The uh, the first game you mentioned, the Arkansas-Gonzaga game, you mentioned the first half. That's something that I really like because of what happened in that last game for Gonzaga against Memphis. They kind of got punched on the chin and then came out and Drew Timmy kind of took over in that second half. But Arkansas, I'm not too high on. However, they are well coached with Eric Musselman. Do you think that betters would have a better chance of staying away from the spread or and rely on the first half? Or do you think that it doesn't really matter and this Arkansas team is just going to do what it usually does?
1: Well, you know, Gonzaga really didn't have a good start in both their games in the Mm -hmm. tournament. Uh, and, And so usually there's a game where, you know, you do struggle a little and sometimes you have to pull the old Houdini to escape. They didn't actually have to do that, you know, in the second half of either game. But, you know, at some point, are they going to put it together? Everything goes right. They, you know, they're hitting their buckets early. The other, the the team who they're playing against can't find a bucket. That's what you fear when you bet a team like Arkansas on the first half. But just looking at the game, you would think that Arkansas could hang around for a while. And, you know, maybe that while is the, is the first half. You know, Johnny, I've got
2: Midwestern roots. Uh, I, I root for the big 10. I want to see them do well. Yet, you know, year after year, the Illini, Wisconsin, they they let us down. Ohio State, you know, losing to Villanova, Michigan State. You know, we talked about losing to Shiseski and, and Duke last Sunday. Why do you think the, the Big Ten has struggled so much this year? And is it really just showcased the dominance that is the ACC?
1: We always think that when, when we go into the tournament, there's going to be a, a conference that struggles. Don't know who it's going to be. Uh, but, you know, the Big Ten had a lot of teams in there and and certainly uh you know a lot of them got bounced early, um, earlier than they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh maybe it's a little bit like football. I don't know. You know, the the Big Ten seems to play well during the year. And then when they go against some of the, the heavyweights, uh they don't do as well. It shouldn't correlate in basketball, but you know, I don't know. I'd have to dig into it a little bit further to see. You know why they do struggle at times. Now Purdue gets St. Peter's tonight. Yeah, now, I expect them to win that game. You know St. Peter's has had a remarkable run, and they we'll would have to shoot. They'd have to shoot like they did against Kentucky. You know, fifty percent from the field, fifty mm-hmm. percent from three-point land, and close to out-rebound Purdue to stay in this one. But you know, we've seen a lot of strange things happen in the tournament. But uh, you know, that's the other Big Ten team that's in it that uh, you know, maybe, maybe could make a little bit of noise. We'll see.
0: Johnny, did you, uh, did you make a bracket this year? I don't I do did. That. No. Yeah, well, well, when I'm, when I'm picking my bracket or I'm picking my favorites to win, I usually like to rely on the teams that don't really rely on their three point shooting. I like to look at the defensive teams. Is there anything that you look for in teams coming into the tournament that, kind of have the same thing every year in consistent winners, or is it just who's playing the best ball at the end of the year?
1: Well, best ball at the end of the year certainly helps, but that doesn't always tell the story because look at Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Uh, They were playing excellent ball and they're no longer in the tournament. Couldn't even make it to the sweet 16. I think coaching's got a lot to do with it. You know, in Arizona's case, you got Tommy Lloyd, who's, you know, certainly comes from, uh, you know, good roots. But first year, I mean, pretty remarkable with 33 wins, Um, I think. But Arizona always has a good coach. I mean, you go back and you had Lou and Sean and, you know, all these coaches are really, really good and get the job done, usually in a big game. I look at that because I think that's very important. Uh, These games are won or lost in the last two minutes. And that's when the coaching really comes into play. And halftime adjustments, of course. Mm-hmm.
2: Who has been the most impressive team to you top to bottom as we enter the Sweet 16, and, and who do you like to advance into the Final Four? If you could just pick one team that you feel like they're, they're almost a, a close to a near lock to make it to the Final Four as any team.
1: Well, there's no locks in this game, guys, but, <laughs> uh, you know, Kansas has played pretty well so far, and actually the the bracket they're in has benefited them. I mean, that you know, that region uh has worked well we said it would probably be the easiest region and, and feels like it right now yeah creighton that doesn't, that doesn't mean that providence you know couldn't sting them but that you know I I think if you want to say two games who's played you know the best I, I think you'd have to put them in at least the top two.
0: Yeah uh last question for me looking ahead to tomorrow's game another pac twelve team UCLA um they're two point favorites against North Carolina should be getting a healthy Jaime Hawkins Jr. back. What do you think about this matchup with North Carolina playing, how well they're playing?
1: Yeah, they are playing well, aren't they? Uh, but Mick's got his team playing well, too. So um, you look what UCLA's run was last year. It was pretty magical. And, uh, you know, looks like they maybe they're on, a way, on their way to another one of those. Uh, couldn't be a better matchup, guys, as far as names are concerned. Uh, you know, North Carolina uh, – who's uh, won their share of NCAA tournaments and certainly UCLA with the heritage they've had winning theirs. Uh, so great matchup. Uh, another one that takes place, you know, towards the end of the night and these end of the night ones are going to decide how our day goes because um, you know, if, if we kind of lose the first couple, then we know that a lot's going to be tied into those last two games I'm pretty excited about the Sweet 16. I mean, the only game on the entire slate that maybe doesn't have any appeal is the Iowa State Miami Florida, but those two teams had to work hard to get there, also. So we do respect those two teams getting, uh, to, you know, getting this far. St. Peter's is the other one. I think is going to be. I don't know how heavily bet that game is going to be, but I think it's going to be heavily watched.
0: Mm.
2: Johnny, we appreciate the time. Thank you for making us smarter. Uh, as you know, I'm a traditional football guy, so I need to be educated. But from one Johnny to another, it's been a
1: pleasure. Thank you, Johnny.
0: Thank you, Shane. <laughs> appreciate it, Johnny. Um, so he said he was talking about North Carolina, UCLA, and said mm-hmm. it was one of the best, like named um, the best names in college basketball. Um, talking okay. about you know like the prestige of it, but I think it's one of the best names from a cool name standpoint. I've said this before. I think oh, okay. U of A has cool names. UCLA is one of the best, has some of the best individual player names in college basketball. Jaime Hawkins Jr., Tiger Campbell, Johnny Juzang, Jules Josh Bernard. Rosen, yep. <laughs> Mick Cronin, great names. And then you go to North Carolina, Leaky Black, uh, Cam Johnson's brother. Uh, it's just, it, it, it's fun. It's fun to see. Uh, so, Johnny we had a pretty good day yesterday and we'll we'll go to our picks really fast um, before we get into tonight's slate but before we do that i just wanted to remind you um, since the draft king is now gone, the DraftKings can give you guys some money when you bet just $5 on any NCAA basketball game. Way to go. Tonight, <laughs> um, get $200 in free bets. If the team that you bet on wins, um, when you sign up using that promo code PHNX, it's just that easy this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So if you want to hammer that Texas Tech money line like me and Johnny are going to be doing, you can get $200 in free bets yeah. if they win. Or if you want to keep it safe and hammer Gonzaga's money line at minus dollars you can do that and when what would that be like less than a dollar or something um yeah you, you can do that as well but you get 200 dollars in free bets if they do end up winning outright um so just remember use that promo code phnx when you sign up bet just five dollars on any ncaa basketball game tonight or tomorrow get 200 dollars in free bets if they win that's 21 plus arizona only gambling problem call 1-800 next step new customers only minimum five dollar deposit required eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com sportsbook for more details okay Let's get into our picks from last night. Um, Johnny.
2: What happened to my nets, man? Uh, I think Kyrie was celebrating. First of all, he had a tremendous night. Statistically, the nets did lose, um, but they got the mandate lifted. So we are going to be hammering. At least I will be the Brooklyn nets for the rest of the season, but they had a tough outing at Memphis. Uh, The Suns did what they did. They won. They always win. Uh, Anytime that you can get them as close to uh, even money you hammer them. Really, at this point, if they're anything under uh, a six-point favorite, I feel comfortable taking the Suns in whatever scenario that presents it, especially with Chris Paul on the cusp of returning. And then the Celtics, to me, was was my favorite bet of the night. Um, yep. They ended up winning by almost 30 points. Now, it, it affected my props in great detail, and we've talked about this before. Um, you know, Fear that NBA fourth quarter and blowouts. Yep. But two, two out of three, not a bad way to start going into the Sweet 16.
0: For sure. We'll get into mine now from yesterday as well. Um, those are not the ones from yesterday. All right, we'll all find them really fast. Um, There's your props. Sure, those are those are my props. DA, uh, good night to pick DA's props, I would say, uh, finishing with a career high. Uh, so, yeah, that worked out. Um, easily smashed that 17 and a half points. And then our boy, Kyrie Irving, dropping like 30 plus. I forget what the total was, but yeah. he went stupid um, last night. Um, So we love that easy win. And I'm going to be hammering him when he comes back to um, Brooklyn when he plays his first home game. So, of course, very very excited for that. Uh, Johnny, why don't we get to your props? And I think you meant Lamelo. I don't think you meant Lonzo in this one. Yeah. Not only did Lonzo not play um, yesterday, the Bulls didn't play yesterday, but he also didn't play the day before. I think he's still out for a while.
2: I can't keep those Lonzo brothers straight. We could just put Lavar up there um, and, and we'll be in good shape. But uh, LaMelo did hit the 24 and a half. I will be counting that. I will be yeah. blaming it on a producer error, even though it was 100% me who put, who put Lonzo. And then Tatum and Brown, listen, uh, they each would have needed to have over 30 points to hit that. They would have had over 30 points if that game had been close, if the Jazz had just been competitive on the offensive side of the floor, the Celtics were winning by 30 points at halftime and both of these gentlemen had over 15 points. They were on pace to do it, but I knew it. I sent you a screen capture. I said, there's no way they're going to play the fourth quarter. And they didn't. I think Jalen had like 28 or 29 Tatum barely played the, the robust overs with a lot of these teams that are playing really good basketball. I would just be a little fearful of the Celtics are one of the hottest teams in the entire NBA. And so when they, I thought the Jazz, who were a legitimate contender in the West, would put up a good fight even on the road on the East Coast. Just did not see that coming. That that should have hit. That was something I had done. Thorough research on. I put my glasses on, and I said, these guys, this is going to hit tonight. And it was on pace, and I got
0: robbed. They, they both had 26 points, and I'm getting word from the station that my <laughs> picks are in there. Yeah, they are. Um, Sixers' first half, minus four. I had to sweat this one a little bit. Um, Sixers down one with about four to go, and then they realized they were way better than the Lakers. Um, and they I think they won that first half by nine, so that was easy. Mm-hmm. Houston did not hit by plus at 10 um I don't know why I took Houston against the Mavericks they lost by 19 oh. whatever sometimes it's close sometimes that game is sometimes it's not when you pick it you feel like a genius when the, when it hits when it doesn't you look like a big old dummy um and then Suns minus one don't poke the goddamn bear Carl Anthony Towns look at me real fast what are you doing what, what is this you're not in anybody's head this is something that I t- okay all right nice nice this is something that I talked about with Espo last night can I be on the show too the Suns don't The the Suns don't celebrate when they're down 20 or up 20. They don't talk shit until the game is over. So don't do that. This team has 58 wins on the year. I don't know what you're doing. Everybody in the goddamn country knew. The second that Carl Anthony Towns thought he was in somebody's head, clapping up a storm, it it was over. Everybody knew that you just poked the bear and they were going to come out firing, and that's what happened. So you're telling
2: telling me the Suns... the Suns shouldn't trade DeAndre Ayton for Carl Anthony Towns. No, like
0: never, ever, ever, ever. That's been one of the dumbest rumors I've heard, and it still is. Obviously, you see it last night. Um, da is a bigger
2: has, fake tough guy than Carl Anthony Towns.
0: Yeah, when he has these fake, when he has these fake guys like him and these marquee matchups, he gets up for them, which sucks that he doesn't get up for every game. But come playoff time, every game is a marquee matchup. Um, I'm excited for what the Suns have in store for the Valley um, come playoff time. All right, Johnny, Sweet Sixteen. I'm fired up. Um, there's some really good games today, and we both like one team in particular. Johnny, why don't you go ahead and tell the people what you like first?
2: Well, I also previewed a game for tomorrow because uh, the line is so big. I w- I want to hammer it hard. Uh, I think Texas Tech is going to slap the shit out of Duke today. So They're going to out-muscle them. Uh, I don't give a, a crap about Coach K's legacy. I had $25 on Michigan State last week to win. They should have won. But as you mentioned to Johnny Avello, uh, they got all the calls down the stretch. So my only fear of this is if this game is close in the final two minutes, we know which way the refs are going to sway. Duke is a fraud team. They aren't any good. They shouldn't be in the Sweet 16 to begin with. Texas Tech has looked maybe the most impressive out of any team I've watched in the tournament. And then you know how I feel about Arizona. I think they're going to sleepwalk their way to the Final Four. I think they're going to take care of business against Houston tonight. I like both of these games, Texas Tech and, and Arizona, to be – fair. you look at the scoreboard, it's going to be like an 8-10 to 10 point win for both these teams. And then Villanova right now, they get a matchup against a Michigan team that I, th- I feel like was lucky to get into the Sweet 16. Yeah, they're playing with a little bit of house money with 13 losses on the year, but Villanova is just the better team. Um, I feel really confident. I think I'm going to go 3-for-3. Three three.
0: Well, we we will see – um, because when we get to my picks, you have a little bit of rivalry. I got the Texas Tech money line easy. If you've been watching this show, if you know me, you know that I've been on Texas Tech for the last couple of years now. They just play my favorite type of basketball, and that's long, athletic defense. That In, in, the, in college basketball, especially in March Madness, when you yeah. thrive off your defense and you thrive off turnovers, that creates momentum, and momentum is the biggest thing in this tournament the only thing i'm scared about tonight and it's a real thing is the physicality of the game. Texas Tech plays really physical ball and if they get called for ticky tack fouls and get in foul trouble again, that not only stops momentum because there's a bunch of whistles flying around, but it also, you know, ha- has them reach deeper and deeper into the bench. That's something that i don't want. I really don't want the refs to affect this game affect this game tonight. And then Houston, i i just i, I just it, when you get plus money on a team like Houston, and I know it's against U of A, trust me, I know, but anything can happen to March Madness. That's the only reason why I'm leaning Houston. If it was a pick them, I'd probably go U of A, but I just got to bet the plus money. Shane. Houston Shane. is the best five seed that's ever, ever gotten a five seed. I am such a big fan of them. They don't have much offense, but I'm not really scared about that because they create off of their offensive rebound, and U of A has trouble with that. Tubelis is going to give up 15 offensive rebounds tonight, and Houston might win this game by 10, Um, but I think it'll be close. And then Gonzaga, Gonzaga, can you let me talk? Gonzaga, first half, minus five. Love that. Take it to the bank. They struggled. They came out flat in the first couple first halves. I don't think they do it again tonight. I'm not a big fan of Arkansas. I I think Muscleman and company keep the game close near the end. Gonzaga probably pulls out the win late. I don't know if they cover the full spread, but I like the first half minus five. What were you saying, little man?
2: I just, you're drinking that haterade with U of A, and I don't
0: like it. it I'm not drinking you, the haterade. Can you be I, a company think...
2: man for once? Can you be? I am thirsty. I'm thirsty for news. Uh so thirsty for clicks too. Um, can you be a company man for once and support no, the look, cause? What's good for U of A is good for PHNX. It and is you, by by rooting for Houston on this show are rooting for phnx as a company to do poorly uh, are rooting for us to to fail you're rooting for mike luke to fail and Saul bookman (laughs) to fail and i don't like it be a company man for once you're already a closet seahawk fan you don't root for kyler this this
0: this show isn't about what's best for the company and individuals this show this show is about us using our minds and giving the people how to make money this is telling people how to make money this is what the show is built on it's a
2: pick I, um get out of here with that if it was a robust line one way or the other no that's not what i'm saying. With,
0: i genuinely think houston will houston, win tonight and so i'm genuinely giving that pick to the people
2: you have genuinely been fired please
0: <laughs> johnny what you got going on today go phnx.com uh,
2: PHNX Cardinals live with myself, the great Frank Sanders. We're going to be talking about Kyler Murray has put out a statement. Another statement. He's on the record again. Uh, EasyCardinals.com. He he spoke today. I'm going to tell you what he said and why it's important moving forward. Also, people are trying to bring back A.J. Green's corpse next year. I'm not for it. Frank Sanders is wrong. I'm going to debate him live on Mm -hmm. PHNX Cardinals at 4 p.m. because Frank has a soft spot for these aging receivers and, and thinks the Cardinals should bring him back. Hell no. That's today, PHNX Cardinals at 4 p.m. And you know what I'm rocking right now, by the way? Woo! Kitty cat, PHNX merchandise locker. Get your U of A t shirts right now. Get it for free if you sign up for a member at PHNX.com for just under 60 bucks for the year. Make money on uh, the U of A Wildcats, then go use that money at gophnx.com.
0: Love it. Well, guys, appreciate you joining us as always. Thank you to Johnny Avello for joining us again today. Uh, we will be back tomorrow to talk more Sweet 16 basketball. Um, basically the same show, but with one less Johnny. Um, <laughs> basically,
2: just We're just going to re-air this show.
0: Anyway. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Shane D. If you can follow Johnny on Twitter at Johnny Venerable. You can follow the show on Twitter at phdex underscore bets. And join us tomorrow at noon. Peace, love, and PRA.